podcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. All right, welcome back to the final episode of 2023. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, can you believe it already? I know. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Another another year uh, blew by I was, the show. I was just ready to start with 2023. <laughs> like, I'm ready to start now. Yeah. So we can we can commence 2023 now right. that uh well, let's get let's get December. going with it. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys all for uh for tuning in, hopefully for every single episode we've ever done. Uh but uh yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about what we're going to do the show, Joe, real quick and then I have a, a quick uh, media mention I want to talk about. Okay. So what are we doing? We just just talked about I, it. We're doing. We're uh, we're doing a big 2023 episode. I yes, think. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's think, all about 2023. Yeah. I think that'd be the best way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, everything we're gonna do. Um. Yeah, like Joe said, based around uh, this past year. So we do have a notable events that took place all this past year. Uh, but Joe, with a twist. With a twist. With a yeah. Twist. Joe's gonna squeeze in a couple fake ones. See if I can sniff them out. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, how well do I know what happened? Uh, and then we're going to uh, do some was, oh Google Trends, see what the hell was uh, trending all this past year, because I'm yep, sure there's yep. a lot of things we forgot about. And we'll wrap it up with again the, uh, oh, the music thing. Yeah, so I thought it was interesting to maybe note what songs are turning 30. They're going to be celebrating their 30th birthday this upcoming year. And uh, I found a list of songs from 1994 which is what I found by looking at this was, dude, 1994 was an incredible year of music. Yeah. I had no idea. The amount of like amazing songs that came out of that year is crazy. And we'll, we'll get into the whole list, but not the whole list because there's like a hundred and some songs on here, but you know, right, the right, notable right. ones. Uh, but yeah, so uh, real quick again, before, I, before we jump into the uh, meat of the show here, I saw a movie, Joe. It just came out to uh, Netflix, and it has uh, Ethan Hawke and Julia Roberts in it. It's called Leave the World okay. Behind. Okay. It Like I said, it just came out like I don't know, a couple of days ago. But it was really good, dude. And the reason, I mean, the reason I enjoyed it so much was not only because it was, you know, a good film, but it was, it was based around the concept of something that we've talked about on the show probably a couple, few different times. And it's what would happen to the world or the u.s if there was some kind of an attack on our infrastructure as far as like internet and electricity stuff like that and that's what was that's what this movie was about and it was dude it was so good because it focuses around like a few people and kind of what they're up against and what they're doing it's not like a broader no like a broad thing no it's not about like the rest of the world it's a really isolated like you know contained event if you will okay uh to how these people are dealing with you know the the problem at hand which is i mean i'm not spoiling anything you watch the trailer you're gonna figure it out sure sure yeah 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 there's uh, something that takes place in the in the movie that knocks out the uh the internet and you know most electric grids stuff like that so yeah definitely worth a watch how do you think you would handle joe if one day you woke up or you or you're just sitting there after dinner you guys are watching something on TV, and then all of a sudden, boom, the power goes out, and there's no internet. And I think I think at first you would just be like, oh, crap, you know, power's out. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on how what I think is going on, right? If I think that it's a temporary thing, I'm just going to grumble about it and go on with my day. But are we talking, are the people in the movie, are, is in your scenario, are we, are we in this pretend scenario, are we considering that we know it's catastrophic? Not yet. When, when it happens, <laughs> not yet. No, no. And that's okay. just it. Like that's that's what's so that's what's so interesting about it is, is you know they they are kind of taking it as is, like oh you know like oh internet's out you know or power's out, and yeah, just kind of dealing with you know not having the electricity. But then you know the the truth starts to unfold a little bit, and they're getting information. I, I don't know. I, I think like like I said, I would be the same way. I would just you know fire up the generator, be like oh here we go. You know oh, oh yeah, power's right. okay. Power's not back on. Next day still not yeah. back on. And, you know, cell phones aren't working. Internet's not working. But you're like, seriously, like, what is going on here? 
And then after like a couple days or so, I'm, I'm just wondering how long it would take for, for anarchy and like chaos to, to really start I happening. Maybe. Okay. So I'm thinking like three or four days. Okay. It's, it's, it's going to take some time for everybody to, to actually get communication out to each other. Right. So yeah. it depends like land our, our landlines, people the, with the rare landline phone still working in this scenario. Or are they out too? I would assume. What, I don't know. what is it in the movie? They didn't really touch on that. There's no landlines in the movie. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> so far in the future, there's no yeah. landlines at all. Nothing. Yeah, everything's you know everything's cell phone. But there's not a single grandma somewhere who still has a landline hooked up. Let's just say there is none. Okay. Like, okay. Even your landline doesn't work. Okay. Fair enough. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on how long the information to, to disseminate. Because I mean, I could walk over to my neighbor's house. It'd be a little bit harder for you, and I could be like, "Is your guys' stuff working?" And then it kind of spreads out from there, right? After, after what a frustrating day or two of not having any connectivity. Yeah, because yeah, you're you're then you know you're losing food that's in the in the fridge, right? Uh, you know you're, you know you're driving to the grocery stores, hoping that you can gather. I mean, the stores would just be bonkers. You know, people trying to gather up, you know, water and, you know, uh, right. dry goods, canned goods, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, but then, like, I think after, after like, so long, after, like, a couple of days, there's there's going to have to be some sort of an address, you know, from authorities uh, is trying to tell you what's going on. Right. And then when that happens, you know, it's like, it's so weird to think about what do you do? Like, and that, that's where your mind kind of goes when I was watching this movie. Was I'm like I don't know how I'd handle it. Like, uh, like obviously, like we'd hunker down, but your whole entire life would change like that, all because we don't have power, right? And some you have to get back to just doing things, right? You can't just, you know, you can't just do nothing, right? I think that, and I think that's what inevitably would drive people together is the need to continue to do something, right? To entertain yourself, to have a community, to do something, right? Oh yeah, you would be you, you would be all in as far as you know you, you couldn't do it in, in an instant because you'd have to start harvesting your own food, like because eventually the stores would dry up. Or you have a group of people, right? Or like you have a team of people that do that, right? Like yeah. a, a hmm, almost like a community of some sort, yeah. right? <laughs> like I like how this is how human beings used to live for for centuries and centuries, thousands of years. And like, <laughs> we're thinking about like, this would be horrible. <laughs> how do we exist? How, how would this happen? Yeah. I mean, how would this, how would people get by? Yeah. I mean, if we just didn't have electrical infrastructure, I mean, that's, I, I have to assume after a while we would just resort back to what we used to do. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people wouldn't make it like as far as uh, being able to, you know, sustain, you know, a life like that, especially in bigger cities. There's too many people. Yeah, uh, right. That would be, that's actually an interesting point because I don't know if they touch on it in the movie they're referring to, but yeah, that would probably be the biggest, the biggest problem would be places where you don't have the room and the needs to actually grow, grow anything or, yeah. or harvest anything. Like we live out here in the country, so, you know, we'd be You're pretty, fine. we'd be okay. You know, we wouldn't have water anymore. We'd have to get an actual like hand pump well. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, hook the old wood burner back up, you know, cutting firewood. Oh, yeah. you, oh you'd God. have to dress in old timey clothes. You, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like overalls just, to keep, just to keep it legit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But yeah, we don't need to talk, you know, for too long on that. But no, I just, it, the, the whole, every time this comes up, I can't help but just want to talk about it because it's so interesting. And a matter of fact, yeah. here, uh, one more point and then we'll move on. Uh, the, uh, what is it called? The WEP, I think it is. Like the, uh, the, there's like a there's like an organization that that analyzes like possible scenarios and you know they they even predicted like they even predicted COVID nineteen uh, like two years before it happened. Oh, of course, right? There's something that that did that, I'm sure. Yeah, but the 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 latest prediction that they have from and people are worried about it from this uh, this computer simulation is uh, exactly what we just talked about, like a, a terrorist attack uh, on a uh, uh, what do they call it? Like a, it's like an internet-based attack where there's like, uh, uh, like not viruses, but they, they did it before where they're, oh, like a, like a ransom virus. That's what they call them. Okay. Uh, you know where they'll 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 hold ransom, uh, like a power company or. Oh right, right. I know it's yeah ransomware attacks. Yeah, until they uh, until they get paid. But 
Yeah, so that's that's on the spectrum of you know possibilities that they're saying. So I don't know, right. man. All those doomsday preppers, maybe they're onto something. Maybe, maybe I should they're start, onto something. Exactly. Maybe I start hoarding some cans of you know corn and beans and stuff like that. <laughs> Anything? You mean you don't? You mean you don't have it already? No. <laughs> oh. A little bit, but not enough to sustain like a you know substantial amount of time. <laughs> so, I don't know. Hopefully that never happens. But anyway, let's uh, let's move on with the show here, Joe. So let's uh, let's jump into your little game slash you know not really a game but it's a little, little bit of a game well so. we're gonna do it we're gonna do a quick review mm-hmm. of the notable events 2023 and i'm going to while i'm summarizing the real events there's gonna be some fake ones in there i'm gonna read them out just like the real and you can uh while we're discussing them you can try and pick them out i will do so <laughs> yeah how well do i remember this past year yeah right now i mean there's there's definitely some interesting notable i'll call facts and events that occurred in 2023 that even I wasn't aware of. So this is good because uh, some of these may sound, I'm see, here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping some of these might sound fake and they're real. And some of these that are, I I think sound real might be fake. We'll find out. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about. I'm hoping I don't guess the real ones as fake ones. (laughs) Right. I don't mind doing it the other way around. So, all right, let's go. What do you got? What's your first one? Well, number, I have these in no particular order Mm and no particular order of importance or anything. So don't, don't take that to mean anything if I say something before something else. But anyway, here's here's an event that happened in 2023 that I thought was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Damar Hamlin uh, is a safety for the Buffalo Bills who suffered a cardiac arrest on the field against Cincinnati Bengals in 2023. Uh, the game was subsequently, I think it was either postponed or canceled that day. He collapsed after making a tackle and taking a shot to the head and chest area. Ow. He was, he was revived by medical professionals and spent more than a week in the hospital. Uh, he actually was diagnosed with a rare condition that caused like certain like kinds of like heart rhythms and chest trauma based on like the, you know, he already had the condition. So when he was hit, it just actually made it worse. It was, he was unaware of that he had this condition, but he made, he made a complete recovery and was actually cleared to play football again in April of 2023. He participated in, uh, some of the bills preseason games. He made the team's final roster, uh, and he finally actually played another game here fairly recently on October 1st, 2023, and he uh, he actually participated in the game and made a full recovery. So there you go. That is one notable event of 2023. I'm going to say that happened for real, right? Oh, this sounds really familiar. Is that right? Yes. Okay. This, is, that's, this is completely okay. real. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Damar, it, it, it actually was a really interesting story. I think most people at the time figured he would basically never play again, at least not with that kind of condition. It was called com- com- I don't know how to pronounce it. Someone listening to the show might know it better, but comotio cordis or comotio cordis, a rare condition that causes heart rhythms after chest trauma. So unfortunate, but he did make a recovery, which is awesome. Well, that's good. Yeah, that, that guy, that must have been terrifying for everybody involved in that game. But anyway, let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's uh, go on to the next one. Okay. Uh, here we go. We got, no, again, these are in no particular order and no particular range of importance. Here we go. A massive earthquake and tsunami hit Indonesia, killing thousands. A powerful 8.9 magnitude earthquake struck off the coast of Sum- uh, Sumatra, I think it is. How you pronounce it? Sumatra. Uh, on Actually, this happened fairly recently on December 10th, triggering a huge tsunami that swept across the Indian Ocean. Disaster caused widespread devastation, displacement, and death in Indonesia and other countries. It's got to be fake. Quake also... It is. Okay, all right. I was going to say, <laughs> December 10th. <laughs> like, I think I would have heard about this. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> we're recording this like six days ago, Joe. <laughs> like, did I, did I miss something? Was I under a rock last week? Like, what happened? <laughs> now, that was your, that was what we refer to as your softball. There you go. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, dude, that would be like the most horror or terrifying thing to ever be involved in is an actual tsunami. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if it's an earthquake tsunami, because there's no, at least like, like with hurricane based tsunamis. Yeah, you kind of know there you might can, be coming. You, yeah. There's like time to evacuate. Sometimes there's time to evacuate, things like that. But earthquake? I don't know. That would be bad. Yeah. All right. What's another one? Okay. Here we go. Here's another softball for you The Titan Submersible, operated by Ocean Gate Expeditions, offered tours to the wreck of the Titanic and the North Atlantic Ocean. Uh, if you recall, on June 18th, 2023, Titan yeah. imploded. Yeah, we all know this is real. 
Yes, after an expedition killing, unfortunately, killing all five passengers on board, including the CEO of OceanGate. To this day, it's still considered that they, you know, the the hull eventually succumbed to the pressure of the ocean. There's a ton of debate within again OceanGate and the scientific community on whether he should have even been using the hull for the vessel. The vessel actually had made it before. That was kind of like the. I don't want to say interesting twist as if like it's cool or anything. It's not, but like they, they had actually gone to the successfully gone to the Titanic before. Uh, but the general accepted theory, at least right now is that it, you know, had risen and dived and risen and dived so many times that eventually eroded the hull to the point where it collapsed because it was a, I believe it was a carbon fiber hull and yeah, they were was. specifically told not to use that. Another unfortunate, an unfortunate event in 2023. Yeah, I remember seeing an interview with uh, with James Cameron because he had gone down uh, to, to the Titanic in in a uh, you know personal submersible. Yeah, and when he knew of the Titan and how it was designed, and everything like that. And I remember when uh, in the interview, he somebody said that uh, or they had messaged him and said they they lost contact with the Titan, and he said. He knew immediately that they were all yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. Just because yeah. he's like, they're, they're gone. And because he, like I said, he saw it, he knew how, I don't want to say poorly made it was, but, you know, that it wasn't going to last, like you said, from all that stress of, you know, compression, right. decompression. So, yeah. And that was that was the big thing on that, too. And right, and after all of the, the you know, the different, what do you want to call it? Uh, uh, all the different uh, discussions mm-hmm. that followed the tragedy, yeah, the, the most accepted theory was that, yeah, it might have worked the first time. It might have even worked the second time. But that the carbon fiber is not designed to go up and down and up and down and up and down like that. So then, it, yeah, unfortunately, it failed. Yeah, I actually saw a, a YouTuber that I watch. Um, he does a lot of uh, underwater diving, stuff like that with scuba gear. And he was set to go on, like, the oh, mission. Oh, he had he was booked. Oh, yeah. He would do, like, obviously, like this, this didn't make headlines, but I saw it on his YouTube channel. He had footage of of uh, all the preparation leading up to it. They were they were out on the boat with the Titan, and the waters were not cooperative. They were choppy. Oh, I do remember this now. They You're didn't, right. Yeah, they didn't want to do a launch, and it went two days. Like the second day came around, they still couldn't launch, and they had to scrub the mission. And he couldn't go, and he was super bummed. The next mission, that was the mission. So obviously, That's right. I did catch that. Yeah. How, what a, I guess he got lucky. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just a turn of events that happened that he did not end up on that, uh, on that submersible. So, yeah. I guess, yeah, he got lucky. So, I mean, I, it is, yeah. This, the, the, Titan is, <laughs> yeah. the Titan is one of those things that is, unfortunately, because it's scientifically such an interesting tragedy it's like it's tough not to just like talk about it in a very matter-of-fact way obviously nobody wants to just be like nobody wants to forget those who died on it but it's a very it's an important lesson and it's an important i don't know it's a it's an important lesson in in ocean exploration that hopefully we don't forget anytime soon yeah yeah like the titanic (laughs) yeah i (laughs) like the titanic there you go yeah no the reason i said that was because uh uh, I, I heard story. I'll, I'll move on for this a second, but I, I heard stories too about the Titanic recently, where I didn't know this. There was there was accounts of forty, I think around forty people that had dreams that the Titanic was going to sink. They had these this, dreams the night before. before. The yeah. night before, and they didn't go on the ship. So who did who did they tell? Ex- or they didn't they didn't tell anybody. They just didn't go on the ship. Yeah, exactly. But is that one of the things where like afterwards like. Like one person said it, and another person said, "Like, oh, I had you a dream. already, I had, you already know my opinion." I know, like I had a dream too. Like, <laughs> yeah, you already know my opinion. Oh, that's a yeah, bunch it's of a BS. BS. I know. But, yeah. That's what I thought too. I'm like, come on, <laughs> there's like, no oh, yeah. way. There's no way. I was just dreaming about that. That's why I didn't get on it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's move on. <laughs> All right, here we go. Right. The Doomsday Clock was set to 90 seconds. This is event event number what event number three. Uh, sent to 90 seconds, or sorry, event number four, was sent to 90 seconds to midnight after Russia's invasion of Ukraine on January 24th. Now, you may be thinking, one, you may be thinking this might be BS because of the doomsday clock, but two, you might be thinking, 
what the hell is the doomsday clock? Yeah, I don't know what that is, actually. So, uh, I'll just tell you straight up that this is real. Oh, okay. Uh, right, and right. It, it, so, you don't even have to guess that right. because I'm already probably confusing you enough. But the doomsday clock is a, how do I put this, is a, is a tool, I guess you could put it. The doomsday clock is a tool that, a, 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 that the scientific community, and I'm not exactly sure who exactly maintains it, but it is a thing. Uh, the doomsday clock is a scientific tool that is used to measure how close to midnight we are. And midnight on the doomsday clock represents represents how how many or basically represents total annihilation. Okay. So the scientific community moves the doomsday clock when they believe that the world or the moves the time on the doomsday clock when they believe that world events have either put us further from nuclear annihilation or closer to nuclear annihilation. And when Russia, I'm not sure where the doomsday clock is sitting right now. I could probably find out in a moment. But uh, the moment Russia invaded Ukraine, uh, the doomsday clock was set to 90 seconds to midnight. Uh, is that bad? Their invasion. 90 seconds to midnight is very bad. Um, it typically, this. where is the doomsday clock today? Let me see. Uh, let me see where it's at today. Hopefully it's like 2.15 in the afternoon. Well, it's, uh, I think it might still be sitting on 90 seconds to midnight. Okay. Interesting. This, I don't know if it was ever pushed back after that. I'm trying to find out, I'm trying to find out where it's sitting today, and I don't really have... Who turns the dials on this thing? The scientists. Okay. They just get together <laughs> and be like, okay, this could get bad. Like, let's, and, and what, what are they basing the seconds and minutes? Here we go. Like, like what, what are they, I don't know, like, let's go with 90 seconds? It's the bull. It's the. It's it's basically an. It's it's a. They call themselves the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists. They're basically an organization, and they move the minute hand of the Doomsday Clock to ninety seconds to midnight when when Russia invaded. Um, the world is closer closer than closer to catastrophe than ever. The Doomsday Clock, the metaphorical measure of challenges to humanity, was set to ninety seconds before midnight on Tuesday. The Science and Security Board of the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists said the move, the closest to widespread calamity human has ever been judged, humanity has ever been judged to be, was largely, though not exclusively, due to the war in Ukraine. Really? Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, you have to think about it from their view. So, the world, the world, the world view essentially is that, and and you probably know, I think most people know this. I mean, the nuclear powers of, of the planet are on constant alert. Like, it is a 24-7, 365-day event, right, that's largely in the background that we do not pay attention to. But every nuclear power on the planet has their fingers primed on the button all day, all night. And, and essentially, the world has been, what I'll call, on the precipice of nuclear war ever since the invention of nuclear weapons. We, it's just that no one has ever done anything that would move us even closer to nuclear annihilation. And these, this group of atomic scientists has essentially considered the invasion of Ukraine to be, kind of be that first stepping stone in this could happen. I mean, there's a good reason the United States has not, has not sent troops into Ukraine, right? Hmm. That would push us even closer. So there you go. Okay. Interesting. All right. Wow. Now you got me all spooked out. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> so it's nice knowing you. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's move on to another right. one. I got another one for you here. So this is 2023. I'm just scrolling. I have a big, I have a big, big list here. So it takes me just a moment to find uh, some of them because I had to prepare a massive list for this today. Okay, here we go. Uh -huh. Vinyl record sales. So this is number five. Vinyl records. Bleh, vinyl record. Try that. Try saying that five times fast. Vinyl records. Vinyl record sales continued to grow in 2023 reaching 1.2 billion, billion and surpassing CD sales for the second year in a row. They increased by a whopping 21.7% in the first half of 2023 and 13.2% in the first nine months of 2023 compared to 2022. So remember, this is vinyls. This is, this is the black record that you put on the turntable, you know, like it's 1982 or 1975. Well, it's got to be real. It's got to be real. I'm not the sure about the I'm not sure about that billion part, but like I, I would assume that the vinyl record sales have taken over CD sales. No one's buying CDs anymore, but vinyl records have become very collectible again. 
And they have. They're all they over have. the and place. This is very real, by yeah. the way. Okay, all right. Billions. And, and yeah, they. Wow. Uh, it has become a big. As you uh, you hit the nail on the head, it has become a bigger. Not I don't want to say big. Like it's like it's massive, but it has become a bigger industry as of late. Primarily driven by Gen Z customers uh-huh. who are buying buying records for Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, Harry Styles. So uh, you know, the Gen Zs. That's it's right, man. They're 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 bringing it all back. Apparently, I'll bet you they have a slang word for vinyl. V. Yeah, Vin. Vin. <laughs> yeah, hey man, hey man, you got Vin. Vin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we both thought the same damn thing. Oh my god, yeah. So <laughs> that's cool though, man. Like I, I don't collect them, but I actually bought one for my daughter recently because she does. See, Gen uh, Z sales. Yeah, it was like a. Uh, oh, I can't remember the girl's name. Something. I'll butcher it if I try to remember it. But she she went and saw this uh this artist in concert and something Del Rey, something like that, I think. But anyway, uh I saw the record at a Walmart. They were selling a bunch of different ones and I, I saw okay. it there. And they're expensive. It was like thirty dollars. I figured there's gonna be like five bucks. That's right, because now now they're now they haven't they have value beyond their original I guess you could say price point, right? They have value beyond that now because now people are more interested in, in collecting them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If it's a collectible, it's expensive. <laughs> it's driving a new market in in music. It's driving a new old market in music entertainment. Have you seen the price that old VHS tapes are going for? Oh, no. Oh, no. Dude. Like, really? While, yeah. While I'm looking, look up uh, uh, like recent sales of unopened VHS. Oh, no, we did do this. Did we? Yes. Oh. We we were doing this during a Craigslist game probably about six or seven months ago. And oh, I'm you sorry. Like a, you had like a Star right. Wars? But no, dude, I'm talking like yeah. some of them are unbelievably expensive, like hundreds of thousands of dollars. I believe it. I totally believe it because I swear, I swear I've seen some of them. Now that you've jogged my memory, it's not so much a really to me. It's like, a oh, yeah. I do remember this now. What could we be purchasing now? Okay. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you were thinking ahead back then, back in the eighties and early nineties of buying like a, buying a copy of, let's say like back to the future, or Halloween, something, you know, some notable movie from back then, uh, and keeping it sealed. Hell star Wars, dude, like an unopened star Wars movie. Uh, uh, and by the way, I'm seeing some of these tapes that you're talking about. Unopened Jaws worth thousands of dollars. Yeah. Unopened Star Wars worth thousands of dollars. Unopened Indiana Jones worth tens of thousands of dollars. That's what I'm saying. Like, had you had the uh, the insight to buy it and not open it and just stick it somewhere for, for safekeeping, uh, you could be sitting on a small little fortune. And the movie back then cost you like 10 bucks. Like, so what could we buy now? Because physical media is dead. Um, I, that's part of the problem is that there's, there's, in terms of media, there's literally less physical objects to buy. Best Buy, Walmart, entire stores have removed their physical media sections. They're gone. Yeah, because it always seems like it's some sort of media. Maybe the attraction to the, the old physical media has gained popularity because there is no new physical media. Well, I think right. I think that's part of it because if you if you want physical, just think about our lives over the next twenty years, twenty thirty years. There, we're going to see a reduction in physical media even more. Yeah, I mean, we already have. I mean, what, what, they don't even make anything anymore. Like it's it's I mean, on I, nothing. It's all on your phone. I got one. I got right. one. You know what? You could still buy today that I and I have actually purchased them. Yeah. That are physical media. I would say pick up a few Blu-rays of of movies that you enjoy and, and keep an unopened one. So for example, Top Gun Maverick, keep an unopened copy of a Blu-ray of Top Gun Maverick. That's that would idea. be equivalent to the VH, uh, unopened VHS or unopened, even unopened vinyl or unopened CDs of, of yesterday. So give it like 30 years. So uh, 30 or 40 years, like give them to your grandkids. Yeah. Like here. <laughs> Don't open it. Maybe they're worth something, yeah. Because like if if uh, like if my if my dad gave me a box of unopened VHS, like here you go, hey, yeah, can hang on to these for for forty years. <laughs> I'd be sitting on a fortune. But all right, 
We got sidetracked a little bit. What's what's another one of your stories? Okay, so here we go. Uh, I think story number six: the SpaceX Starship launch, the the most powerful rocket ever mm-hmm. built, the Falcon achieved important milestones during its first test flight, but did fall short of other goals. So this was at least what I'm proposing. If you know, if you want to guess if it's real or fake, because mm-hmm. SpaceX launched their Starship rocket, it did take off, it did fly very high. And it unfortunately exploded. Um, I forget how long it was into launch. Um, I'm pretty sure it this did eventually. Happened. I think it blew up, didn't it? Yes. Okay, so yeah. I'll just tell you yeah. what you said is absolutely correct. It did fly. It did fly mm, fairly well for f- about four minutes, and then it's self-destruct. I don't know if the engineers executed it or if this the 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 rocket itself executed its self-destruct for safety reasons. If you recall because I actually watched it that day, it started to do some head-over-heels pirouettes mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, a few miles up into the atmosphere. So um, it was blown up. It was blown up uh, in mid-flight. But it was a success, in quotation marks, because of all the engineering and science data that they were able to pull from the rocket. And that's actually led to, uh, more recently, SpaceX's second launch of Starship, which was actually more successful and actually made it into what we consider space where then it was also self-destructed because I, because the second stage wouldn't fire or something, but, but this did really happen. SpaceX did launch the big, their biggest starship, the biggest starship to ever launch on planet earth. And it was two launches now have been relatively rel. I call I emphasize relatively successful. Yeah. They didn't blow up on the ground. No, they (laughs) didn't. But it's interesting. You say that because in the first SpaceX launch, Mm -hmm. The, the launch pad was absolutely devastated. Oh, was it really? <laughs> like, just absolutely wrecked. Like, chunks everywhere. In fact, I remember watching the launch, and I was like, and I was watching it on, whatever, whether, whether it was YouTube or the television, and I was like, I don't think chunks are supposed to be coming off the launch pad. It, yeah. Probably it, not. It destroyed <laughs> it. Yeah. Actually, uh, one thing about uh, SpaceX slash Starlink, I, I do want to note real quick, because I think, I think it's worth mentioning. Uh, you and I talked about this personally the other day, and their uh, Starlink and T-Mobile are teaming up currently, uh, with, which is it's like it's like the next evolution of cell phone coverage. Mm-hmm. So what they're doing is, although I'm not sure exactly why it's only T-Mobile or if they bought into I don't know. But anyway, currently it's only T-Mobile. They're going to incorporate which uh, Starlink just got approval to run tests on this real tests coming up very shortly. Uh, they're going to give you full global coverage of cell phone service. So if you're out in the middle of freaking nowhere, nowhere land, uh, you know, USA, it doesn't matter, uh, Indonesia, Canada. It's too, super interesting. Like just pure actual global coverage. So it's no longer like, oh, I'm on, I'm camping. I don't have coverage, right? Like right. it would be global coverage. Yeah, first step when they, when they succeed at this, is going to be text-based coverage, and then it's going to eventually turn into voice and data. Okay. Uh, but as long as you have a clear view of the sky, like like any other sat phone, uh, you can have connectivity. So you will never be without service of some kind, which is incredible. Like, it really, it, yeah, really is. I mean, we've had satellite phones, but this isn't, but this isn't so much a satellite phone as it is an actual. Um, cause satellite phones have lag, they have connection issues, right? This it's is different. This would be like cell coverage, yeah, right? Essentially. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because like th- there's been so many stories of people who've been, uh, you know, got, gotten lost somewhere and, you know, didn't have service and, you know, or what, whatever the circumstances may be, Yep. that this could be an answer. And I'm wondering like if they can expand this to other carriers too, at some point, uh, well, they would need, they would need low earth orbit satellites though. Right. Well, that's what they, yeah. Well, that's what Starlink is. But I'm saying if Starlink can can contract to other carriers as well, not just T-Mobile. Oh, I see what you're saying. They could continue to use Starlink. Yeah, but there's another. Okay. Uh, Amazon's putting up their own low Earth orbit constellation called Caper, and uh, which is funny because they're actually piggybacking their satellites on on SpaceX uh, rockets. <laughs> To of get course, them. I know. Of course, <laughs> right? SpaceX is gonna. SpaceX is about to be the Costco of the future. It really is. Yeah, but no, I, I do. I can talk about that kind of stuff for an hour, which we don't have time to do that. But let's let's keep moving on your list. I thought it was uh, okay. worth, worth mentioning there. All right, here we go. 
Uh, April 10th, 2023, a massive cyber attack crippled portions of the internet for almost a week. An unknown hacker group called likely of, likely of unknown origin launched a coordinated attack on servers of major tech companies, Google, Microsoft, and Amazon. This caused widespread outages, data breaches, and ransomware infections. Millions of users were unable to access their online account services for about a week. The hacker group claims to be protesting the surveillance and censorship of the internet by the quote-unquote global media. Is this real? No, this can't be real. This has got to be fake. What's your choice? I'm going to say it's fake. It's fake. It's fake. Okay. It's fake. All right. I'll say. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's believable enough. Yeah, it right, is that too. It's like, I kind of wanted it to be. <laughs> I'm like, see, it's like, I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> it, I mean, it's it's like one of those things that we almost expect to happen at some point, right? Like somebody is going to cripple a portion, a large portion of the internet, which I mean, okay, so let's, let's be realistic about it for a second. It, people have crippled portions of the internet before. It's just that it's usually not so widespread and damaging that, you know, entire portions of the internet are out for a long period of time. Yeah. You know, but I, it, it could happen. It, it definitely could, could happen. You know, they're predicting a possible uh, uh, massive sun flare again that could cripple the uh, infrastructure for like, like a, you know, days, weeks. Oh, the, sun, you, the whole sun flare thing is something that I've been personally, I've just been like expecting for like the last 20 years. And for some reason it quite has, it hasn't happened yet. Oh dude, there's been a couple of really, really close calls to where, yeah, you know, we missed it by like a day. Like if we'd have been, if it had happened like a day earlier, uh, we'd have been just absolutely obliviated by uh, solar flare, uh, basically like a giant EMP. Oh yeah, right. and that's and that and that it continues to be a concern today. Uh, a big enough solar flare could at least temporarily, at least temporarily damage major global infrastructure. It just hasn't happened yet. We're basically, it's not yeah. a question. It's Knock not a question wood. of right. Yeah, that wood might be the only thing working for a few days. Uh, yeah. It's not hmm? It's not really a question of... Uh, uh, if, of it's when, when, yeah. Right, it's when, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully it's not soon, you know, but I guess I guess we're just going to have to keep our fingers crossed. Get them canned goods stocked up. That's right. For, <laughs> for, for whatever it is we were talking about, it, for whatever it is we were talking about at the beginning of the show. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do a couple more of those. Okay, I've got a couple small ones here. Um... Sorry, like I said, I've got a massive list here. I'm trying to, and I'm trying to narrow it down to some of the more interesting things. Okay, um, Italy actually banned the use of ChatGPT over security concerns on March 31st. So they, Italy, like quite literally, said you cannot use AI in our country, really? which is kind of a kind of thing to dictate. You know, I mean, like, how do you how do you do that? But at least temporarily, and I believe it has been overturned since then. But Italy was so concerned about ChatGPT that on March 31st, they actually banned the use of it. And I, I do believe it has been overturned since then. Well, I'm going to assume this is a real story then. Would have been a good fake. It would have been uh, a good fake, but, yeah. But the way you're describing it, I'm like, oh, this, this yeah, is too yeah, good. Yeah, for sure. It's too good. <laughs> yeah, and they did eventually, Italy did restore did restore the usage of of AI tools shortly after a little in April. Near the end of April, they actually restored um, the chat GPT chatbot and Microsoft's version of the chatbot, allowing their country access to it again. It's I don't know. Odd I, don't know. Would, well, I wonder what their or, or the decision was that made them do that. They, I, they just I didn't think, like it. <laughs> I, I think so. My understanding is it was all based on security. It wasn't because they didn't want people like using it to like, mm write stories or lists or, or anything like that. Like we do. They were, they were worried about the fact that these chatbots had basically scraped the internet for personal, like personal data. And even though they're not supposed to, like the chatbots are not supposed to real, reveal that personal data. Mm. They, they, I think they were worried that they could, huh. right? So right. They, they just, they just, kinda, they just said like, nope, you can't use it. Okay. Well, hey, I mean, they have the power to do so. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. So it's... um. But it's it's back on. So if you're in Italy, chat, you can, chat GPT away. Yes, chat GPT away, indeed. <laughs> yes, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, right. let's see. Last one. Yeah, last one, one. Last yeah. one. Last one. Here we go. Um, this is kind of cool. The well, actually, this happened a lot in 2023. There wasn't really one event. And obviously, I'm probably talking about something real right now. But federal interest rates raised. In, they yes, 
geez, I can't get anything out today. The Federal Reserve raised interest rates to 1.5%, the highest level since 2018. Uh, this was at the end of December, the end of December 2022, and it flowed into 2023. It's been a crappy year for interest rates, basically. It has been. And it's only, it, has only, it has only slowed down recently. But the reason why this has been such a news story, the federal interest rate has been such a news story between 2022 and 2023, is that, and I know this is going to sound ridiculous to anybody that has purchased a home, say, 20 or 30 years ago, right? when interest rates were much, much higher. But with interest rates rising, housing prices went through the roof. If you were even looking for a home in 2022 and 2023, not only were people not moving out, but you couldn't find a place to move into. So you had, you had two problems going on. And with the feds raising the interest rates, nobody wanted to purchase a home. Mm-hmm. I did, because I'm dumb. <laughs> well, wait, wait till it comes back down and refinance. I know, right? That's what I'm going to have to do. Yeah. But it has been a crazy year for interest rates. Um, it has it has slowed down home buying significantly. And if you're buying a house this year, you're going to pay, or or last year, you ended up paying significantly more, which is crazy if you've ever purchased a house and you actually look at what you have to pay in interest. Actually ended up really raising the uh, prices of houses across the board. And fortunately, we haven't escaped that yet. So it's not really like a feel-good story. We're still, as we come into like December 2023, we're still really feeling the crunch on housing prices. So if you're looking for a home, good luck to you. I hope you find one you really like because right now you really have to like a home if you want to get into it. Yeah, I know. But the thing with that is the problem that's going to happen, at least from my, you know, my thought process here, is if you buy a house now like you did, okay? Yeah. Call it, you know, let's just call it a $150,000 house. Right. And you have a seven, what odd percent, you know, interest, whatever it may be right now. It it got up as high. Housing prices, housing interest rates, I think, did get up to as high as about 7.1 or like 7.2%. Yeah. So what's going to happen is when the the interest rates do go down, it will create an imbalance in the uh, the market again, which will be, it'll become a buyer's market and a seller's market for that matter. Uh, Yeah to where there's going to be more houses for sale because people are finally going to be moving out and you know people are going to want to sell their house buy a new house so there's going to be an influx of available houses for for sale which will then drive the price of the house up uh so if you if you buy a house now at a higher interest rate and get that price where it's at it will at least i'm if i'm thinking of this correctly it you you will then be able to refinance your house for the lower interest rate with well, it's going to create a it's going to create a rush on, uh, you know, and I'm hoping this holds true to your point. It's going to create a rush on home refinances if it falls oh. again because people oh, like huge. me yeah. purchased during the higher interest rates, and we are going to want com- competitive market rates when we refinance. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, the refinances that are going to happen, like you're going to be waiting months, <laughs> like just to get your. Uh, just to get yours like on on the you know the next one like it's gonna be forever, dude. Yeah. People are like, oh yeah, well, we can refinance your house, but it's gonna be like a month or two before we even get to you. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Because there's gonna be a rush of because re- I mean yes, housing price housing purchases didn't freeze. There were still people like me out there who were like, I need a house, I have to move. I don't care what the interest rates are, which is unfortunate. But I mean, for reasons which don't need to be discussed here, like we needed to move. So. Like it was like we have to buy, so yeah, yeah we're gonna we're gonna ref- It's gonna you're absolutely right. It's gonna create a rush on refinancing, and hopefully, what we see is when, like you said, when interest rates fall, it drives the market to be competitive again, and all and all these people are trying to move, you know, move and sell their house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens there. But God, I hope, I hope it goes down. <laughs> well, I know a lot of people are too, and I and I honestly I do feel really. I do feel, because the housing market wasn't like this when I first purchased a house. I purchased my first house in 2009, shortly after the housing crisis in 2008. It wasn't like this. They were so desperate for people to buy houses. People were moving. People were buying. There were houses everywhere. And you could still get houses for relatively fair, because the the housing economy had just crashed. Mm -hmm. You could get a house for a really good price. It's not like that right now. If you're a first-time home buyer right now, you're looking at a house that I'm just making this up from the from where the area that I live. 
you're looking at a house that used to cost $150,000 is now $223,000 or $250,000. Oh yeah, they've gone up so much. Signi- yeah. Significantly. And that's a that's a big problem right now. So first time home buyers, I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry about your luck. So yeah, like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. it sucks. Yeah, it does. So all right, let's uh let's move on, Joe. Uh we're actually we chewed up a lot of time on that. So I think what we'll do is we'll do some of these songs, uh the 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 uh the happy birthday songs. <laughs> The happy, oh, the happy, what, 30th? The happy 30th birthday coming up this year uh, for 2024. And we'll probably do the, uh, maybe what we'll do is we'll save the Google trends for uh, maybe something we do at the beginning of next year. You know, see what was trending, you know, quote unquote, last year. Uh, (laughs) I think we're running out of time. But I just, I just can't believe you're about to remind me how old I am again. Oh, dude. Okay. So, all right. You you too, obviously. Yeah, I know. (laughs) We're only a few months apart. Um, all right, so like I said, top, uh, or not top, but uh, uh, songs that are turning 30 years old here in 2024. Uh, I found a massive list. Uh, stop me if you want to hear any of these, Joe. I'm not going to play some of them. I'm sure, some of them, I'm sure I'm going to be like, wait a minute, play that again, yeah, or play, play it so I'm reminded about how old I am again. Yeah, first one on the list is uh, TLC's Waterfalls, dude. It's going to be 30 <laughs> years old. I thought maybe I'd just play a little piece of this one. Here we go. Oh, here we go. I'm turning up. 30 years old. I mean, this song is basically a meme by this point. It is. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is amazing that that song is 30 years old. I mean, it doesn't sound... Like, I mean, when you listen to that, does it sound 30 years old to you? No. No, but dude, let me go through some of these, though. Uh, so okay. I'm going to go through the list, and we'll go back and maybe play, play a few. So, all right, here we go. Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Sabotage, Beastie Boys. Regulate by Warren G, one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Uh, Zombie by The Cranberries. Closer by Nine Inch Nails. Juicy by Notorious B.I.G. What is that song? Do you know that song? I Yes. I'm, I'm sure if you popped it on, I'm sure we'd know it in a second. But I want to I mention that for a second. You just said some, you just mentioned some bangers in there. I know. I mean, Black Hole Sun. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from. That this is juicy. When I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. All right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is like, juicy. Hey, I'm not familiar with ever, 100% of the stuff that came out in 1994, but I'm sure somebody listening to the show right now is saying, of course that is. What, what are you guys, idiots? Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know that song. Uh, but, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, Closer, Zombie, Regulate, Black Hole Sun. Uh, oh, the, the list keeps getting better. Hang on. So we got Buddy Holly by Weezer. Basket Case by Green Day. Just you know what? You should pop Basket Case on for a second, just so we're all reminded that this song, which I'm pretty sure most of the globe mm-hmm. knows, is 30 years old. Yeah. Dude, this is such a great song. <laughs> I am one of those it's, it's, it's one of those songs that everybody knows. Yeah, and when it comes on the radio, I still like crank it up. God, this reminds, everybody dude, this does reminds the guitar me and the drums school. too. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah. loves the guitar <laughs> and drum part. Oh my god, such a great song. Uh, yeah, when I come around uh, by by Green Day. Uh, let's see, uh, Live Forever, Oasis. Oh, Kiss, oh, yeah, Kiss that's, from that's a Rose a by Seal, one of my guilty classic, pleasure songs. Classic. <laughs> uh, Big Papa, another notorious B.I.G. song. Yep, the album yep. must have come out that year. Uh, Lightning Crashes by Live. Was that, hold on a second, that was 1994? Yeah. No. I mean, I, mean, I know. Maybe No, actually, maybe it was. You can check it out if you want to, but it's, it's on the I know, list. I, be- I believe you. It's just like, I'm just saying it to myself. Like, mm-hmm. no, yeah. you know, like... Dude, this song, yeah. this whole album just takes me back, man. Everybody knows the beginning. The un- Sorry, I'm not gonna play the whole song. Yeah, <laughs> right. The unfortunate part, and I, and I, and I, as someone who really enjoys live, is that for me, live never. This album and the next album, I they're actually I should say it like this: their first three albums are very good. Oh yeah, and then yeah, I think we may have talked about this before. I think yeah, yeah. and then they just never yeah. they just never hit that streak again. But that song that you just played there is so mm-hmm. iconic to me, in particular, because obviously I couldn't drive yet, right? But we I was in band, I was in marching band, right? Like okay, nerd. Um, and we would get 
in the bus to go in the to bus. Right, we would get in the bus mm-hmm. to go to the uh, football games, mm-hmm. right? Because we we're part of the marching band. Yeah. And this is going to sound ridiculous to anybody that, you know, obviously EA wasn't alive back then or too young to understand this, is that we would, somebody would bring a literal, a literal boom box with them, right? Whoops, 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 sorry. (laughs) Was that your response to that? Yeah. (laughs) No, they bring a literal boom box with them, Mm -hmm. put the tape in, it was, and it was powered by like 6D batteries, right? And play it in the back of the bus, like play the, that entire album in the back of the bus, because that's what you did, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Now someone's just going to bring a Bluetooth speaker in their phone, right? Mm -hmm. But. This this was an entire plastic boombox with a tape shoved in it. Oh yeah, dude, I had one. Like I remember those days. That's how you carried your music around that you wanted people to hear other than yourself. Yeah, because well, the bus driver was going to put it on, so we had to bring our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> All right, let me go through a few more of these here on this list here. So we have, uh, let's see, Big Papa, Notorious B.I.G., uh, Longview, Green Day. Oh, oh, I did a couple of the lightning crashes. All right, I got one back in the uh, Say It Ain't So, Weezer. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, well, it was, it was the entire, I think it was the entire Blue album, right? The Weezer entire Blue album was 1994. Is that correct? Yeah. Oh, yeah. These If the song's on here, it's probably the whole album. But these are the notable songs that were popular. Right, right. Yeah, let's see. So we have uh, Pearl Jam, Better Man. Uh, Spoon Man by Soundgarden. Dude, there's just... I, I'm looking at this list. Dude. It just goes up. Bush, uh, Glycerine, REM. You know, uh, wait, what's this? What's the what's the frequency, Kenneth? What song is that? I don't even know that song. What, you know, uh, REM. What's the frequency, Kenneth? You... Oh, show, yeah. Show. Okay, yeah. That's a good song, too, man. Show? No. I can't remember what he says there. Yeah. Here's hey, one. I, yeah. Quick note. Weezer, for, for the 30th anniversary of the Blue Album, Next year, because mm-hmm. obviously, obviously we're talking about this now, but the 30th anniversary is 2024, in case mm-hmm. we forgot to mention that. The Blue Album is going to be reissued oh, nice. next year. Yeah. So you can buy it like it's brand new. Yes, dude. I might have to pick that up and never open it. <laughs> there you go. See? Yeah. That's what you have to do. You have to buy the Blue Album again and not open it. Yeah, I got I got, I got, to go in here. This, Dude, uh, this whole album, one of my guilty pleasures. This came out, well, be 30 years ago oh. here shortly. Oh, God, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Everybody knows this song. You can't tell me you're not singing this when it comes on. We used to sing this in the car, I think. Yeah, yeah but we would do it. We would make fun of it. Kind of a joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still do that sometimes, though. <laughs> Oh we actually have about five minutes left, Joe. Do you want to maybe just hit up on like three or four, like the most popular uh, trends of uh, of this year, what people were trending? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Or the Google absolutely. trends? Yeah. That actually went so faster than I expected. Instead of, instead of going back in time, like we like to do with Google trends, mm-hmm. I just said, hey, pull me Google trends 2023. Now, do you prefer global or you prefer United States? We US. can do both. All right. So I'm scrolling down to US because USA. USA. Number one. All right. Number one in, actually, number one in athletes, mm-hmm. we talked about earlier, Damar Hamlin, uh, who unfortunately was injured uh, during that football game at the beginning of the season and made that recovery. He was the number one searched athlete. Do you know who number two is? And I'll give you a hint because it has a lot to do with recent events and Taylor Swift. Do you know who the number two athlete is? Oh, it's got to be whoever her, whoever her new boyfriend is. Yeah, Taylor, Travis Kelsey. Travis. Travis Kelsey, I think, is how you pronounce his name. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't even pick him out of the lineup. I mean, come on. Come on, Dave. Aren't you aren't you up on the T Swift? No, I'm not I'm not a I mean, I like <laughs> Taylor. No, I'm not a Swifty, but I do like some of her songs. Uh, but I tell you what, man, uh, a little bit off subject. An artist that I have really grown to appreciate recently uh, is Post Malone. Okay. Like, okay. I didn't like <laughs> Like, I've always liked some of his music. It's, it's been pretty good. But he's come out with some really, really good songs. And I've, I've uh, I guess you want to call it, like, I'm, I'm a bit of a posty, if that's what you want to call it. Okay, okay. I am I am not, but I'm going to have to dive into this a little bit more because I, I, I don't even know. I couldn't even pick out a Post Malone song. I'll send you a couple of his songs and I'll be listening okay. to it. Okay, and we're going to do that. And then I will reveal next year 
if I think we're not going to be able, if I think we're going to have to end our friendship or it may continue. Actually, you know what I'll do, Joe, right now? Are <laughs> you going to play something? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play you one here. Uh, let's see. Oh, no. Hang on, let me find. I know there's a Post Malone song. You've probably heard this song. I'm, I'm listening. I'm not sure yet. I... I don't know if I've heard him. Really? Oh, dude. Yeah. So is he... I, I'm sorry, because I don't know anything about him. Is he a solo artist? No, I mean, I yeah. I know the he, name. Yeah, he has like a band that backs him up, but uh, okay. I think so. But here's, here's well, one then more. I... One more. Okay. This one's called Chemical. You might know this one. This was really popular, too. Oh. Yeah, I've heard this one. All right. I've heard this one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but dude, now, enough, enough is enough is enough is such a good song. Is that was that the first one or the second one? This that was, was the first one, one I played. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Enough isn't. Yeah. Do you, you have to, you gotta listen to it. It's so good. Yeah. I'm. I'm a, no, I think I, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a posty. I okay okay so not not a swifty you're a posty mm -hmm. all right yeah so all right let's move on to your second Google trend I sidetracked okay, okay. well here we go here we go so that was that was athletes we're gonna move on to movies all right now you should know. And I didn't even mention these. I didn't mention the top, the top movies in the 2023 review because we should know what they are by now. There was only two big movies this year, and I'm talking big. Like these were the two big movies of 2023. Top Gun, or was that last year? No, that was year. That before. was last year. Yeah, that was last year. What was the big movie this year? Barbie. Or, o Oppenheimer and, and or Oppenheimer and Barbie. Oh, yeah. Right. So whichever yeah. one you know made you know memed into Barbenheimer. Right. You were supposed to go to the theater. You were supposed to watch them both, right? Oh, that's right. They, they come out the same, the same weekend, yeah. Yeah, I think it was the same weekend. So Barbie and Oppenheimer, you know what's terrible? What's that? I haven't seen either of them yet, and I really want to. You know what's I even really worse? I really want to see both of them. I've, you haven't seen them. I've only seen the Barbie movie. <laughs> oh. I mean, right, because admittedly, you know, the one I want to see more is I want to see Oppenheimer more. Yeah, you know what we should do? Just get together and, and watch it here. We should do our own Barbenheimer. We could just do the Oppenheimer part. <laughs> <laughs> like right. I like you Barbie, are, but I don't need to see it again. Well, you don't have to. Um, you're not going to disappoint me because the one that I really want to see is Oppenheimer yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, all right. What, what else is trending? Okay. Give me a couple more before so, we wrap up. So this this was um, the TV show trends. Mm -hmm. Kind of don't. Only one of them I know. I'll name a couple of these, and you tell me if if these Google trends or these TV shows mean anything to you. Okay. Only number one does. The Last of Us is the only one that means anything oh, to me. Dude, such a great show. If you missed The Last of Us on HBO, shame on you. It was so good. Did you you watch it, right? I was busy. You didn't see it? <laughs> no, I, I, I already know what happens. It doesn't matter. It's not about... That's like saying I'm not going to watch the Titanic because I know it sinks. Like, it's that's the, it's exactly the story. why I it's haven't the watched the Titanic. But wait a minute. That's exactly why I haven't watched the Titanic. <laughs> Bitch, you haven't seen James yeah. Cameron's The Titanic. Yeah, we talked about this like at the very beginning of the podcast. That's how old we're getting. We don't even remember what we talked about like three years ago. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't seen that movie. Uh, no, I, I, sure. I know what happens. I know what happens. It it doesn't matter. Like you you watch war movies like that. You know the outcome. I don't know the outcome of the particular battle or that story. Well, that's just it. There's a story involved. You're not watching <laughs> the Titanic because you want to see it sink. It's it's everything that leads up to it. I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna be cringing the whole time. I'll be like, oh man, I bet they bet they won't see this iceberg. Nope, there they are. They hit the iceberg. Yeah, yeah. Well, shame. <laughs> yeah, you sh you should watch it, dude. You need to watch Titanic. You do cue it up and watch it with your wife. She'd appreciate it. I think she's probably seen it. She's probably seen it dozens of times. Exactly. And she would love to watch it. I queued up uh, Pretty Woman not too long ago and watched it with my wife. You know why? Because it's actually a good movie. Do you like the movie? I get it. I get it. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good reason to watch a movie. Yeah. So I think you should watch it, man. Like, do, do yourself a... You win some marriage points, man. I, I probably could. Yeah. I, could. I will try that. I will try that this week. Yeah, when you have a heavy hockey week... Come home and queue up the Titanic. <laughs> You'll forget <laughs> all about it. <laughs> yeah, there'll be the corner, corner of the couch grumbling the whole time. Right. Like, I, bet the, I bet the ship sinks. I bet it sinks. Just like, shut up, Joe. Right. <laughs> Don't stop giving it away. 
So The Last of Us, which uh-huh. is a which is a virus slash zombie apocalypse TV show based on the video game, uh, is was the number one Google trend. But number two, number two, number three. Tell me if you know these because I do not. Ginny and Georgia. I know the show and I did not watch it, but I know my wife, my daughter watched okay. it. Yeah. Okay, so it has been obviously it's popular because it was number two on their trends. And number three, Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. Anything? Um, that sounds familiar. I think I think it's on Netflix. I remember seeing it somewhere, and I'm also certain that that my wife watched that one as well. Okay. Not something in so, my wheelhouse. I'm I'm more of the uh, you know post apocalyptic you know fungus taking oh, over for the, sure. the world you know, movie. You're for saying? sure. Queen Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story would probably be one of the last things on earth I'd ever watch. Yeah, uh, I mean that I expect from you, but but not <laughs> not the Last of Us. <laughs> I, I you know I'm I'm a little weird when it comes to picking out what I want to see, and and it's always like if I know what happens, it's just for some reason for me like a little piece of like the what's the word I'm looking for the little piece of my like the the need or the want to watch it goes away. But anyway, I could probably talk about that for hours. Do you watch movie trailers? I try not to anymore. Okay. Yeah. I, 100% honest with that answer. I try not to watch movie trailers. And you know what? The other day, funny you bring that up, I started to watch the Dune 2 trailer, and about 30 seconds in, I turned it off. Yes. Oh, perfect. Yes, I do that too. I've, matter of fact, I've trained my daughter to do the same exact thing. Uh, she... Because initially she was like, she's like, why did you stop the trailer? I'm like, because I've seen enough. I've it's seen given the, the whole movie away. Once I'm sold on me wanting to watch it, I don't want to see any more of that trailer. No, I, and trailers today are awful. They, if you follow the trailer on any movie today, you know what happens. You do. It's yeah, terrible. Too much I, away. I, and I think I've heard, I've heard this the most. There was, I forget, it was an interview with the director or something. And they talked about why their movie trailer is like two minutes and 30 seconds long. Like, why is, why is the whole movie summarized in the trailer? And they said market research tells us that audiences actually want to know what happens. Really? Who are yeah. those people? I don't know who those people are. I'm, I'm looking at you people. I'm looking at you. And I'm yeah. asking you to stop answering the market research that way because you're ruining the movies for me. Yeah, we went and saw something. Oh, we watched, uh, what the hell? There was a new movie that came out. Uh, the, the new Hunger Games movie, uh, the birds and whatever the hell it's called. But anyway, uh, I went into that movie never seeing a trailer. Okay. And I rather, I mean, I enjoyed the movie anyways, but I liked the experience of not knowing anything about the movie. Like, it was kind of nice. I, I had no preconceived oh, yeah. notions. Uh, nothing was given up. I didn't know any of the characters. I knew oh, who, yeah. I had nothing. And it was great. So I, oh, I'm kind of like leaning with you here. Like, I may just start avoiding trailers altogether. Especially because, and this is not 2023. I apologize for bringing up another movie from last year, or was it two years ago? Dune was yes, amazing. It was absolutely amazing. It was one of my favorite movies I have ever seen. And the fact that it's getting a sequel makes me so happy. It makes me so happy because I was so disappointed in what happened to the Star Wars movies that the Dune movies completely made up for it. And the fact that it's getting a second movie just makes me ecstatic. Yeah, I'm excited to see that one. Uh, do you have one more trend before we wrap up, or is that it? Yeah, I have. You know what? I'll just do the songs real quick. These are the songs that people were searching for or trended in 2023. I'm only going to mention a couple of them because I honestly don't recognize a lot of these. Mm-hmm. But number one was the was the controversial one, if you remember. It was Try That in a Small Town with Jason Aldean. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. remember that controversy? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, what is this actually supposed to mean? What is he talking about? And we're not going to get into it here because we're not that kind of show. Us, I just want to country talk about folks are we're bred different. Yeah, right. Exactly. That was yeah. right. That was all. That was the reasoning behind it, right? Yeah. And it anyway. That was the number one song trend in 2023. You know, and it just goes figure. It just figures that like, and I'm not taking sides on the song in any way, shape, or form because personally, I don't care to take a side, and I'm not going to do it. But the thing about this song is that people started to call attention to it, as you and I always talk about. All it did was draw more attention to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still didn't like it. It was it was the number one search trend on Google. Number two was number two song "Rich Men North of Richmond" by Oliver Anthony. Do you have, does, that, does that mean anything to you? Nope. <laughs> How about "Unholy" by Sam Smith and Kim Petras? Uh, I think I have heard that song. Okay, I, so I, I, I wouldn't know it like to to say any of the words, but I think I'm pretty certain I've heard that song. I'm gonna jump down to number seven, mm-hmm. "Cruel Summer" by Taylor Swift. Okay. So that that one I actually have heard. In fact, 
what's not really list depicted here is that Taylor Swift, because she had to re-record a lot of her music, mm-hmm. ended up having like some of the top selling albums this year. And they were albums that already came out. Yeah. Yeah. She was able to uh do the what do they call the the re what's the re-recording called? The re-release? Uh there's a term for it. But anyway. Yeah, she re-recorded a lot of her music because of remastered. I don't know. She was she no, she literally oh, I, maybe a remaster is different than a re-recording. Oh, that's what right. What yeah. she did was a what she did was a re-recording because she wanted to own, I believe she wanted to own the rights to it. Yeah, so there was she a whole, re-recorded whole thing all of about her that. music. Yeah, because she she didn't own it anymore. Yeah, which like, is wild. Like I, I know. Think about that. You don't, and I think that was like a big lesson. So it's not Taylor Taylor Swift is obviously already a bazillionaire, but the lesson that she went through on owning her music is a big lesson to upcoming artists to always read the fine print. Yeah, yeah, because they were they were just selling her music around like different companies and uh, just making making tons of money off it. She wasn't hardly making anything. Right, right. No, like I don't. She's fine. She's wealthy enough as it is, but it's a. It's the point. It, it could. It's it, the point of it, right? It could have happened to anybody, and the re- the record companies could have been like, "No, no, we own the rights to retail your music. That's us, not you." And you're like, yeah. "But I wrote it and recorded it, you know." Yeah, it's, it's, that's their baby, man. Like they, like she's she's a songwriter. You know, it's not like she's just an yeah. artist and just you know gets songs handed to her to make. Like she writes like all of her own music, or at least most of it, I think. Yeah, I, I'm not, and I've heard the same, but it, she was. Uh, she also stands out on this list, but she also had a bunch of uh, you know, well-selling albums as, as well, too. But yeah. so anyway, there you go. That's that's Google Trends 2023. There's a lot more on there. This stuff's easy to find if you guys want to go look at it. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, let's uh, let's wrap this one up. Uh, but before we do, again, we are taking a break for the holiday season. So this is our last show of the year. And we will uh, we'll be back, uh, what do you call it, uh, January 8th or something like that? Let me look at, look at my calendar. Yeah. Yeah, what you said, somewhere along yeah, those lines. Yeah, our next show will be on January 8th. So thank you all for tuning in for this episode and everyone prior. And uh, we'll see you guys next year. That's right. Talk to you next time.